Hello everyone, this is Alicia Carr with Women Tech Talk and in today's episode we will be talking about Google Home and Google Assistant. Is it worth buying? Isn't worth downloading? So enjoy the podcast. Thank you for listening. segment in hardware and software and things in that matter when Leisha camped back from the Google I.O. it was two highlights that we wanted to play with and touch with and get an opinion on so one of the main things and we'll start with that one first was Leisha was wondering I wonder if they're gonna give us a Google home <laughs> sorry I didn't you know me and my impressions so so, Lisa, kind of elaborate on that. So, when you went there, and what happened? Well, you know, I put it out there because I was like, you know, last year they were. She being... asked the American gods. <laughs> I really did. I was like, I put it out there. You know, me and Erica was in. Um, we landed, and I was like, Erica, you know, they didn't give us nothing last year, and you wasn't here last year. And she's like, Yeah, they gave us one. They gave us a laptop the year before. And that's how she said. And so, <laughs> so I was like, okay, so we got there, we landed, we went to the Women Tech Makers event, and while I was there, they were giving us some t-shirts, and they gave us a bag, and I was like, hey, hey, you know, what happened to my Google Home? And they all bust out laughing, and it's like, that ain't gonna happen at no home, you know, at Women Tech Makers, so. Because yeah, before you left... We kind of discussed it. And yes, we did. Like, oh, I wonder if they're going to give us a Google Home. No, you you said they weren't. And I was like, I, they should because it doesn't cost that much. Yeah, it should. for yep. y'all to do that. You was like, yeah, I don't think so. But I hope they will. I hope they will. I just thought doing what Google is trying to do, if they were smart, they would do what Amazon did. So, sorry, I had to interject that. Well, what, what, what did you... Amazon didn't quite did what Google did. No, Amazon kind of exactly did it after the fact because what they did was introduce the Echo at first, right? Which is the tower, right? And then they knew how do we get people to improve on the skills. Okay, so hold on a second. When you said tower, like <laughs> did look ugly. What's that? The tower. What tower? The one that we got now? No, the other one they got with that stupid screen. That's not the tower. Oh, that's not the tower? No. The first Amazon Echo Alexa is the the tall speaker. I call it a tower. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. It's the speaker. Okay, it's the speaker. Okay. They put that out there just to see who would get it, and then they kind of promoted all types of shit. Okay, okay. But then when they saw the sales... They created two different ones, which was the smaller dot and the tap. I still think the tap is just bullshit, but it's the portable one. So if you really wanted to take your uh, Echo with you, that's kind of cool. Right, you know, you right. connect it to anybody's Wi-Fi and it's be able to give you information. It won't be able to control much, but it gives you the information. Well, the tap is kind of cute. If, if you, the tap is cool. It's so, a portable speaker. Right. I mean, I understand that, but I mean... If you're somewhere, well, you're right. It's a portable speaker. It doesn't. It's it doesn't want to work anywhere because I can't tell it to turn off any lights if I'm not home. So, but see, here's the difference. The difference between us and most people is we use it to control our home. Some people only do it to ask questions and order stuff and listen to music. So that's their purpose. So it's probably perfect for some people. It's probably not really not for us. Other than being a speaker. Yeah, we travel too much. And even when we travel, the Wi-Fi is kind of spotty where we go. So why bring that along? And then to get a speaker, I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. I mean, you're in a park. Yeah, beach. Yeah. So we had to preface that. Preface that with Amazon. Because if you know and you've been listening to our uh, tech podcast, we're Amazon fans when it comes to 
you know, voice activation. We're big Amazon fans. For now. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Hold as, on. Of for, as of for now. For home automation. Right. For now. We're big Amazon fans. Well, that's because it just came. If, for now. For, okay, good. I, I'll good. give you that. You're okay. right. Okay. For now. For now. Because things progress and right. people get better and so on and so on and so on. But anyway. So... At the keynote, it was amazing. The keynote, Google, I mean, I was impressed. Google stepped their game up. With their, the with the presentation, their, with their the keynote. presentation of of what okay, so we're talking about the Google Home. Right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah. overall, the present I I mean, I how they did it. Okay. Let's let's say how they came out with it. You know, mm-hmm. they threw out the free photo book and they threw out the free um iCloud. And then, you know, the the presentation was all over. And then, you know, everybody's out doing it. Then they had the developer's keynote, which that was right after. The developer's keynote, they announced. While I was sitting there, I was like, I didn't even know they had a developer's keynote. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there, you know, charging up my phone and get on the computer. And I get an email that says, free Google Home for everybody. And I was like, yeah. It was amazing. So, but the thing is, which that was, you know, throw you off because you didn't expect to get that. You no. thought it would be announced and given out initially. At the first keynote. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, you know, initially at the first keynote. So, but when you got there, you was kind of like, yay. Yeah. Everybody was like, yay. So you have people. One thing about Google um, um, IO, there's people from all over the world. Right. It is one of the diverse conferences um for for a big tech company yeah and we we did talk about that on the other podcast the Gog, the google uh io podcast that um alicia spoke about which was going to a little more detail on that but the thing is when you got the google home and they were talking about the things that they did once you got it in your hands what did you want to do with that I mean, the setup was kind of cool because, I mean, it was all right. Um, they have it set up to go a certain kind of way. They wanted it to connect up all through your, you know, Google account. So if, you, if you're a person who, you know, don't have a Google account, which I can't say that. Everybody has Google, a Gmail account. Most people who's on the internet. Has a Gmail. Has no. A Gmail. But then, you know, I know people who got AOL accounts still. Most uh, people who's uh, actively working. <laughs> say that again. Most people. Most actively. Most people. Working the internet. But has that. It was. With the, but the first thing I downloaded was their um, assistant. A Google assistant. Yeah, but we're talking about the home. Right. Before and we get into that. Right, right, right. And so... Um, then I set up my Google Home and I play with it. It is so much fun. So kind of explain. Oh, my goodness. It's so much fun. Okay, so, you know, it'll translate any language you want. It'll actually ask it to search for something. Mm-hmm. Because it's, everything is integrated into um, Google. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of different than Amazon. So someone's sitting there and they're asking you, why should I buy it? Because... Honest and truthfully, anything that you could think of that's on Google, it'll connect up to. Like for cooking, like for example, I was like, okay, can you find me a recipe that has this, this, this in it? And it can do that. And it'll mm-hmm. and it and really is cool. What else? Um oh gosh. Um I love the translation. That is my favorite. Okay. So because you know, um I tried that with Amazon and it tell me it can't do it. Right, right. <laughs> so I don't need translation. Um a lot of people are I speak American. I don't need translation. I speak American. <laughs> so if they speak American, what else do they need it for? Well, you know, I and, and I want you to line it up next to Amazon. I mean, I I I liked it because it was just just an easy um easy talking to it um it it has so many other things because you won't let me talk about the other part of it but um like i said i mean it integrates with google so well yeah because google search is the the main thing because you if if you looking for anything on google if you if ever Everybody knows when you go when you need to find something where the first place you go you google it you google it right that's so, that's a 
That's a term. Right. Uh, it's exactly a term. Even if you use Bing, you say <laughs> Google it. <laughs> That's so true. And so everything that you do on Google is also connected to the Google Home. Another thing is, is that Google gave it to everybody so it can make it better. In what way, though? Make it more. I mean, any idea. There's things that, you know, you put something in somebody else's hand, they get creative with. Right. And so that's what Google wanted. They Google wanted um, their developers to take it to the next level. So let me help you out. Um, because you broad stroking this. Most people who listen, they want details because they needed to associate to them, not as a personal choice of that. So when I set it up, it took too long. I didn't like that. I don't like when I set something up, it takes too long. I get that it integrates with Google all the things that so whenever you ask a question it's relating to you one of the biggest things that i really like about it too is it activates separate accounts so if leisha has an account with google and i have a separate account it's not going to give leisha my account information and i won't she won't get mine because the accounts are set up for google home so I like that. Amazon doesn't do that. Anybody can talk to Amazon and get access to it. So that's a big plus there. Second, doesn't do a lot of things that I think I needed. The one of the main things I really wanted it for was automating my home and be able to integrate everything with that. So Google Home hasn't done totally uh, integrating with a lot of things it's it's done a good job based on the first time it came out mm -hmm. so it's done a good job it brought in a whole lot of other things but integrating those still seems pretty pretty difficult to do at that time well you i mean you know that's true i know but but i, I want to get back let me let me kind of finish this okay. so because I want to get to your point. And, and your point was, if I really needed to get information, I don't think that's, that's a personal assistant to me. I would have that at my desk so I can talk to it. And it would give me information like that. But to have it as a centralized unit right now, I don't think it's there yet. Amazon has become a centralized unit that I can ask basic questions for. I'll give you an example. I was in the shower last night and it was late and the lights went off because I got it timed for 12 o'clock. So all I, except for getting out or showering in the dark, I just yelled out, echo, turn on the bathroom lights and they cut the lights on. How fucking great is that? It's things that makes it convenient that if you don't want to walk to an area or if you're not aware of that, I've got to go downstairs and be like, hey, turn on the kitchen light. I'm going to go get me some milk. Well, you see, the thing is, is that we have the small versions of Amazon all through the house. And and that's an advantage. So that's an advantage to that. But Google, you but, you but have to Google, buy more than one large right. Google at a, at a $100 a pop. And I'm not doing that. Right. And, I, and I, that's definitely one thing that Amazon has an advantage of over all of the AI. Because the price structure, and we're going to have a, a, a podcast on those advantages and the new little features that they had that I like. I, I thought it was like really cool. But we'll talk about that on the other podcast. But back to the home. So I haven't used it because it's still convenient for me because I can talk to Amazon and the Echo in four different rooms. Right. So the only whereby the the Google Home I can't do that because I'm not spending money to kind of align them together. They still have to fix Amazon. It still has no voice recognition. I'm still not happy. It has with voice that. recognition. Oh, they set it up already. Yeah, it's voice recognition. That's what it does anyway. You saying it doesn't have separate voice recognition? Right. Yeah, you didn't say that. I'm trying to because the difference is. Voice recognition is so. Is what if comes my out. kids, if my grandbabies talk to it, it's still it's going to recognize every last one of them. Mm -hmm. That's voice recognition. Okay, so that's not what I'm talking about. Is where only me or you should talk no. to it, and nobody else. Should. Separate voice recognition, just like Google Home has. Mm -hmm. Google Home has that. 
Siri has that. I don't know about Katana because they got this new shit too. I'm never going to buy Windows products, sorry. But no, that separate voice recognition, separate voice recognition. You know, we, we talked about this before too. The problem is Leisha spoke to the Amazon representative and said, this is something y'all need to be looking at. And they kind of poo-pooed it like, eh, we don't hear too much complaints about that. But the problem is either they didn't realize there was a problem or they was kind of like, we can't get it done yet. And they kind of like stalling until they can get the technology with that. But I, that's a big positive, I think, with Google Home. Because remember, we was waiting for if um, Apple did that because, you know, Siri does that anyway. Well, you know, um, Apple TV does an amazing job with the voice recognition. Apple TV? Yeah. When you remember when we talk into that, it's beautiful. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's still very kinda, clean. But it's not fast. It's not as bad as um, Siri's. So what? Siri's is, is really bad. What do you mean? Apple TV is Siri. No. Okay. This When you talk into that mic, that, mm -hmm. it picks it up very nicely. It doesn't give you as much problems as if you were talking on your phone. Oh, oh, oh. So it's the microphone. Mm -hmm. So the microphone, directional microphone, where we talk to my phone or to the iPad, you don't know if it picks it up on that. No. Whereby the Apple TV remote, you automatically put it towards your mouth and it and it reacts it's, quickly. I mean, it's really nice. Yeah, so that one so flows. I think the mic picks it up better. I, I don't think it's the... I don't think it's the... I think there's a better mic pickup for well, Siri. Well, see, to me, that and Google Assistant are the two of the good ones. Right, I got you. Yeah, compared to... Because even the app for Amazon, um, it picks it up pretty good. Mm. But... It doesn't pick it up. Anybody still can do it, so that's still a problem. Right, right. The problem is. is anybody can say what the hell they want right. and do what they want it on my account, and that's a security privacy right. issue. And so like you said, the calendar for Google is amazing. Um, I haven't tried a shopping list, which I think I'm going to try that because because I have a Google account, mm -hmm. it, it, it'll automatically create that list, so I can actually just say, I need this, I need this, I need this. So I don't, let's kind of kill this because thinking about the Google Home, you're really not using it as much. No, you? no. Because it's there. Yeah, it's there. It's but there. You we you haven't integrated it into right. what you're doing. Another thing is is the calling on there. Have you tried it yet? Um no I haven't. I was I haven't had time to. No 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 no. Yeah. I, I'm just saying yeah. there's there's a lot of options that's there. But until you fully integrate it into what it can do and 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 use it again, you won't really use right, it. Right, but a lot of people don't know about have don't know that Google has that available because compared to Amazon, the only way you could use the the calls or the phone on Amazon is everybody else has to have an Amazon um Echo for it to work. So that's the thing about that. But the Google one I want definitely wanted to try that. So, you know, even with that said, um, so the, the Google is sitting there. Um, kind of excited at first, but again, uh, we use the with, Amazon we use to the run, Amazon to, to just yeah. run the house. Yeah. So as you running the house, and it's really for home automation, we really don't ask the Echo to do much anything than run the automation in the house. That's true. So that's the true difference. That's why we're saying the Google Home probably has the capability of doing some of these things, but we already integrated with that. Until we can see better advantages for the Google Home, we can switch it out. But why switch it out? Because I'm not buying a couple of hundred dollar units yeah, and to put around the house. And that's the issue. I mean, yeah, I would love, I mean, I mean, maybe a little bit more I need to play with Google Google Home a little bit more, but still, it's not all over the house. Yeah. So since it's at one location, then the first thing I'm going to do is like, okay, well, Amazon's here, so I'm going to say Amazon. Exactly. You so know? When, so, in the kitchen, I think that's better for you because you can get a lot of measurements and things in that matter for what you want. Right. And like So I you said, can use Google there. Right, right. But outside of that, I think I would only use it if it was right here in my office. Right. Because right. then I can ask questions except for, oh, let me pull up the internet and and ask about that 
mm-hmm. where they can just tell you and go from there. Right. So anyway, let's move to the Google Assistant. So you had your hands on it first. So the Google Assistant. Okay, so I got there and I checked it out. And when the guy was showing it to me and he was just saying like, um, he asked a question about Barack Obama's birthday. Then he said, okay, what's his wife's birthday? And that blew me away because he, they kept the Google assistant, keep the association of who you talking about. Um, the, I mean, it took, I it didn't have the, the problem of recognizing my voice or recognizing what I was saying or, um, it picked it up so well. It was like this. It just, just kept bam, bam. I was like, wow. I didn't have a problem with, you know, what I was like, if I need to say a word, it took it. It understood what I was saying. So the app is really smooth and, and, you know, understanding what you're saying. It really does. So I don't know what they did because I guess more so the thing is the accent. People have different accent. People have, um, you got different languages and different slangs. Um, it really did a really good job on that. So when you said, I'm going to download it, what are you using it for right now? Oh, first of all, that's the first thing. Google Assistant is an app on the iPhone. Yes, it is. So kind of crazy that you have Siri on iPhone and then you got Google Assistant as well. So you battling the two on one phone, but the assumption is, eh, you know, I'll just use Siri. But when you hear all the things that Google Assistant can do, it pays for you to try it, which is I, I thought was pretty amazing. So when you download it, baby, what, what did you do? I played with it for a little bit. I asked it the weather. Um, I asked it questions that I you know, couldn't get the answers to. Um, what else? Spelling words for me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, <laughs> it was, it's off the chain. I mean, the sad thing is, is that you got to go and find the app, open it up to talk to it compared to what you just have to push the one button for series. So the thing is, so, you know, I was like, eh, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm fine at what I'm at. But Lisa said, you need to download it and just try it, download it and try it. And I was like, yeah, I'll download it. So I kind of downloaded it. I kind of played for a couple of things. And I was like, yeah, okay. But then I really started looking at the total integration. So I I have a Google Drive. I have a um, my calendar, email, um, multiple different things that Google runs for me. And it would be stupid to kind of just leave that aside and say i'm doing apple if apple isn't giving me everything that i need i need to be using something for that so when leisha told me to download it it was i started integrating it with my calendar then i was like oh cool what's on my calendar and things from that matter so let me go back to the app first first of all the app the app isn't really attractive it's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Not it's a really, simple. It's, it's a, a simple app. Yeah, it's a simple app. So, you know, if you were like, oh, the interface is beautiful, it flows really so, and, you know, when it gives you the answers, it's like, no, it, it's okay. It, it looks almost like a messaging app. Yes, it does. But I got to say, when you speak to it with the, uh, hey, Google, it almost simultaneously writes down what you're saying and it corrects as it's writing yep quickly much faster than siri much faster and more accurately so as you use this thing this thing is just like lightning speed yeah and it goes from there yeah i love that because i don't want to keep repeating myself and you know you, you don't want to repeat yourself saying what about this or oh, um siri this ah oh, no siri this ah oh, jesus and then th- the third time i get it or oh, you got to rephrase yourself yeah it the assistant does such a good job it does such a good job at interpreting and going from that 
So I use it for my calendars. I ask it for like simple stuff. I ask for restaurants. And I, you know, we was in, I think it was in New York. No, 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 no. We was in San Jose. And I was saying, um, show me the nearest location that sells smoothies in San Jose. And it, it showed it. And I said, show me some more. And it showed some more. <laughs> so except for saying it all over again, show me some more smoothie restaurants. And so I just said, show me some more. And it showed more. And I was like, that's what it's supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, the voice recognition is exactly what it's supposed to do. I mean, it was, it's just one of those things that's just fun to play with. Yeah, um, but it's, it's, it does a good, it does such a good job because it's, it, it reacts so easily to you. It does. So the, the, I don't want to say friendliness. I can't, I can't think the, of the right word, but it, it reacts so intuitively that you, it's, it's like it's right there. I mean, Where you Siri, sh- you know, integrates it with your phone, but it's not intuitive to the way of saying this is what you really want. Yeah. So Apple actually opened up the um, series kit to the developers. So, um, it, and it's not. I, I don't think it's a partial like they did last year. I think they fully opened it up to everybody. And so, and they did the same for HomeKit as well. So, oh, in New York, we said. Um, hey Google, find me some single slice pieces in Harlem. <laughs> single slice pieces, and it found them. It yeah. actually, oh, these are the ones that only have single slices. Whereby, again, Siri and Amazon, you can you can hang that up. They they're they don't have the intelligence built in to do all of these things. But so that's where it becomes it. that's where it becomes an advantage because. Um, the Google Assistant you just carry with you in your hand, and you could just you always do and that. you have always have it. And I'm, so the disadvantage. Go ahead, babe. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. The disadvantage is you have to open the app. Yep, that's the only thing. But I'm telling you, in the end, is really worth it because if you act series, is <sighs> you can get information. So you can I, get information right, from Siri. Right. When you when you say, "Hey Siri," it's going to give you information. It may not give you the accurate information, and it may not give you a thorough amount of information, but it's going to give you the information where the Google Assistant gives you that and more. It gives you, you have more, this is the word, you have more confidence in what Google Assistant will give you more than Siri. But I think Siri's going to get there because it has to get there because of um, HomePod. HomePod. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. So that's that's but just... but it's got it's going to get there because um again um Apple started this with the phone. It re- I mean maybe I'm not sure, but that's what I'm known. You know where it's you know everybody's like was real excited with series, and so you know we were waiting patiently for it to get to this point where you see how Amazon has taken their personal assistant. To the level that Apple should have gone to, because this is what you expect. Yeah, but again, they're they're so behind with that. It just pisses me off. It really is. It's they should have done a much better job to actually, you know, take care of that. And and it's it's like they didn't do that. They weren't thinking about it. They they're the privacy issue that Apple does. They're not. They'll give you a partial and leave it that way, you know. They're 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 working it and they're saying, well, we got some security things we're doing that, but introducing and you'd be like, I don't want you to introduce a damn thing until it's right. Yeah, you know, I want to help out with this. I want to be able to use this, but that's not really what they're doing, you know. Well, with HomePod, we may it may be even better on HomePod compared to um, on the phone and on the iPad. What's so they're the voice rec their voice AI um recognition on there. So because it again, you know, Amazon is good at it to a certain level. We know that Google's good at it at a certain level. So they had an article. Uh, I think it was in yeah, it was in C N B C and they said to compare the two, the Google Assistant and the Siri, you know, and they went had a couple of tests. You know, one of them was, uh, how do you say I like a glass of white wine in Spanish? So, like Leisha said, the Google Assistant tells you. They don't show you. Whereby Siri gives you, here's what I found on the internet. 
Like, no, I don't want to look at it. I want you to tell me. So the Google Assistant tells you. So when it says, uh, here's the other one. It says, how long will it take for me to get home? So they both did a good job with that. They both, you know, the traffic is this, this, this. Um, Google actually show you kind of like a little map to go with it. So, mm-hmm. you know, but they do a good job together. I like the fact that you can give me a visual while you tell me. And that's what the Google Assistant does. Even though they said both of them do a good job, I think I'm still leaning toward the Assistant. Then it said, where's the nearest gas station? You know, they said Google does a better job. I can say the nearest gas station is 0.4 miles. Okay, give me the direction to that. You know, then you can go from there. And then... It says, play a Metallica music video on YouTube. Well, you obviously, you know, you're going from YouTube. You have to tell Siri, open YouTube. And then you got to do it yourself. Where, you know, Google's integrated with YouTube. So they own that shit. They own, yep, they own it. So it's part of the integration. Also, you're talking about, again, Google build this huge database, this huge network on their google search so yes because the, the, they have google translation yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. so again you're going to talk about the translation for google is going to be using you when they say translation they're going to pull exactly from their google translation google has so much stuff that um connects up to the google assistant there's no way that apple or can catch up or amazon way. can really relate to that they can only do a good job. Right. I don't right. think they can do the job that Google does. Right. For people who don't need all of that, and Amazon and Apple can do just enough. And right. And it'll be fine. And some people are like, no, I'm good with that. Where Google, if you really want your true integration, they got it all. It's right there. Mm-hmm. And now you can you can use an app or Google Home to actually call that out and then you're fine which is like really really cool you know so the other one is it says text my wife that i'm running late to brunch so they say siri does well because if you have it set up it's gonna it's gonna be like um got that cell phone or home and you'd be like oh on her cell phone right and i tried it on google assistant and it wasn't that good yeah so that you know it was it was it was like I had to, when I said it to text you something, mm-hmm. it said, okay, um, it asked you to open up. You had to click on something to open up the app to send the text. So this this is kind of cool. So sports-wise, you, you want to hear about sports. And you say, uh, who won the Yankees game? So Siri gives you like a lot of good details, but <laughs> the Google Assistant will show you the highlights with a YouTube video on it as well so you can see a portion of the game so it's giving you more information to say just in case you want to see some highlights i got it mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. may say i didn't ask for highlights but guess what it's it, available it's, it's, it's offer- giving it it's to you it's to offering you. thank yeah. you it's offering, offering it to yes, you it does so you know it's it's just really cool and it says uh here's the other one turn on my bedroom lights they said both of them do a good job this is still simple functionality that connects up to the Philips Hue lights, and you can go from there. And then show me pictures of Seattle. It'll show you the pictures right there. But Google, this is what's sad. So overall, Google does a better job on the iPhone than the Siri implementation. I mean, the Siri integration right there. On the iPhone. On the iPhone. The only difference is that gives Siri the advantage is you don't have to open an app up. You can say, hey, Siri, and then go from that. See, it's, it's trying to come up now. No, I'm not even talking to you. <laughs> so when I want it to come up, it don't goddamn come up. But, you know, at times it comes up and it comes up well and it gives an app answers. One of the good things that I will say in the car when I um, say text such and such or I say, hey, Siri, in the, in the car, it does a really good job dictating what I want to text out. And it does really, really well in the car. So I give it a lot of credit there. So it, it's pockets of things that it does well, Siri. But I think Google has stepped up and made it a priority 
to say this is where I'm going mm-hmm. and whereby Apple is trying to do a lot of things for security and privacy and not really putting the bigger effort on what people want because you know before it was like I'm going to give you what you need but right. a lot of people need what's already out which is what Amazon is providing so you have to give them both if you can't give both of those with the security and all of that and you might as well hold the hell out I don't think that um is I don't think Apple is basically focusing all about the security I think that it's holding back on just certain things that it really wants to make better. So think about it. You, they really wanted encryption when it came to the home kit and the home app. They really wanted to ensure that people can't have access with so their we're going, we, So we're they, to- they went we're, slow. We're talking about that right now because you know yeah. how I feel about that. No, but the, I'm talking about it because you said you don't think it, it was about the security. Yeah, and, and they the changed that. They changed it because, you know, when I was at DubDub, they were saying that, okay, you don't have to have that chip in there now. But they changed the software. Before, it was a quick fix to say, put it No, they didn't change the software. The software is the same. So that means it's just open access then. I mean, you can't say it's open access. What you're saying is is that all they're doing is changing the way you code it. So now the chip, the companies don't just put the chip in there. Um, have to have it, and like they said, the chip was encrypting it. Mm. So now it's just okay. You don't need the chip. All you need to do is to upgrade, update your firm. Um, what is it? Firmware, mm-hmm. and that's it. You'll have access. The Apple will have access to all the other stuff you're doing right now. So there's no. So if you update your firmware, and the firmware have what security patches in it? Oh, a lot of them do already. Don't you think? So if they think so. If they all had it before, then what was the issue? The issue was Apple felt that it would be more secure to have the chip in there. So now they said it doesn't matter. Well, again, it doesn't matter. So that's we, why I no, said... No, no. We talked about this no, now. No, no. I got that. No, we talked about this a while back. Why do they need the chip? They need the chip because they feel that it's, it's not secure. And we have seen situations where we're like, okay, it's not secure. No, but by that. just putting the firmware into what they have already... Fix the problem. But well, that's we, everybody. So that's, again, that's why I'm saying, so it's just open. It's back to everybody's doing that, and all it is is a software, firmware update. You follow me? Yeah. That's what I said. But anyway, with if they figured out that hardware isn't the key, and we can just do it with software, that's a plus. That's a plus for vendors who's making these products. Because they kind of like, God damn, man, I got to buy your chip. Remember, we discussed that. Mm-hmm. We got to buy your chip and use it under your standards. And everybody else is something totally different. That's pretty effed up. Whereby now Apple realized, look, it's taking too long. We can't even get our stuff off the ground because these people are not agreeing to it. And people are buying Amazon faster and faster and faster. And then when Google came out and said, we don't require that shit either. They were good, and then people start buying that. And it's kind of like, look, we we want them to use ours. We have the ability to do it, but I think we're requiring a little too much. How do we compensate that with better firmware? And I said software, but maybe I'm using the wrong term, and the firmware actually secures that. And especially with a lot of the the products that we have now they do it over the air so the firmware updates you don't have to go well let me plug this in and and you know download another app or do it's a firmware update and we're constantly seeing that because some of them don't even work they said unless you actually update your firmware your shit ain't gonna work yeah i mean canary did an excellent job on how they secure um how their product works very well where insurance companies giving us a discount yeah so they you know, feel pretty secure about right that. right yeah. and we and we've seen it work and you know we another another issue i think one thing is the ring is have an issue you know remember when we had gotten the, a little the people's nursery on yeah the so so that security firmware is an issue because 
they shouldn't have been able, we shouldn't have been able to access theirs. Mm-hmm. They put out the wrong email address in. And gave us access to theirs, which right. was like really so messed Apple up. So Apple basically, you know, we we know how it works with that. We know that the firmware is a major issue. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, and like you said, it's it's basically, that's still software. Right. You know, firmware is still software. Mm-hmm. So, and fixing that issue, it can make it. Could, it could solve the problem, but then again, this is that's another. You know, you, we talking about something totally different when okay. it comes to security. Yeah, but anyway, so uh, overall, I really like the Google Assistant. I really like it. Um, I haven't had a chance to start using it as a everyday thing. I use it as as a need to thing, but I think it can be an everyday thing because. When you have your list, you have your calendar, and you have a lot of things that you could just speak to it and boom, it's already in your calendar and, and you're good. And you can just do it through verbal communication. That's fantastic. But the Google Home, eh, I'm still up in the air with that because, again, having the one, and Leisha made a really good point, having only one kind of limits us to say, this is what it truly can do. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of limits that. But I'm okay with it because we have it available. We may move it into, like my recommendation is she, she can move it into her office or I can use it in my office as a single point and it can give you the information that you want. And like um, Alicia was saying, you can do voice calls on the Google Home too. It's, you know, so just, it's just cool. It's like a home telephone. Yeah, and I would like. I'm going to definitely try that because it that would really work for me if, I, if it was in my office because I'd be on calls all the time. Yeah, and and it'll be like a conference call. Yeah. you know. Yeah, and you can call to cell phones and landlines and just U.S. and Canada. So you you can't do it overseas, and um, it supports multiple users. So. Um, home means that you your device will recognize your voice and know when you say call my brother yep <laughs> you know what i mean so if Alicia say call her brother it'll go from there if i say call my brother it'll call my brother which is great you know and and all of that just works really 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 well so but yeah i wanted to say that because you know it was interesting us being big apple fans but everybody is stepping up their game in technology and it's moving away from totally being biased to say, I'm just an Apple fan. Yeah, I'm an Apple fan. I like a lot of stuff. And I still got a lot of Apple products at my home. But I also got Apple products sitting right in front of I mean, um, Amazon products sitting right here. And then I got a Google product that's right there. And on my doggone phone. So no matter what, you using different companies, you know, software or... Uh, hardware to get what you need because nowadays people are advancing technology faster than they used to because they used to wait and say well, let's see how well they do once they see it's happening you see them start jumping on it and be like i don't want to be left behind well you know a little bit by little bit technology is just taking over um our environment our ecosystem um so you know, a lot of people are thinking, okay, computers or technology is going to go away. No, it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Cause you, you can't run away from you, it. I mean, you know, you know, we're finding out, like, you know, these tech conferences I'm going to. There's huge. These these are huge conferences that are focusing on coding. You know, on Internet of Things, on uh, AI, on machine learning, on argument reality. So no matter what, you're going to start to see that technology is going to gradually come into um, our lives and our environment. You know, I'm not, you know, the great idea. I, I mean, I'm still waiting for the grocery stores to to allow me to put my phone up against a can of peas and tell me which store gives me the cheapest peas. So it's going to happen. We're going to see that. So funny you say that because there's an article that says that, I don't know if it's Apple or Google on the Apple phone, that it would say when you come into the store, it's going to lock you from seeing any other items outside of that store. 
So, and I think that's what stores really want. They want the technology to say, if you're in Target, you, only you can't see. compare anything. Yeah. You can only yeah. see it. My, so I think that was Amazon. That. It was it, yeah. Amazon was talking yeah. Um, Amazon was talking about stopping that, so you can't go into a store to compare the prices. I saw that too. And it, I just I just thought that was interesting because the thing is, why would you do that? I mean, because you want them to only buy from you, and coupons. They it's almost like they're going to be it, it eliminates coupons. You know what I'm saying? Because coupons yeah. is coupons is where you get one and you can go to any store to get the discount. You know, so now you're saying that, well, we're got the best deals and you don't want to compare because, you know, you know me, I go into Best Buy and I'll go in there and say, okay, they got these damn Bose speakers for sale. Let me try to find them a little bit cheaper. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's exactly what I do. And a lot of people do that as well. So you're going to stop me from going to do that. Well, there's always a way around. Right. But, and so guess you know what? what? You were absolutely right. It's Amazon granted a patent that prevents in-store shoppers from online price checking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and then they just brought what? Whole, Whole Foods. So, I don't uh, want you checking Walmart or Kroger uh, or Publix. This is the price you're going to get. Oh, no, because we, you know, you heard it, and I told you this before they even came out with the news. I said, they're going to lower the goddamn prices. And I said, nah, they won't be doing that. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't see why they would they're do gonna that. They're going to bring down them food And prices. guess what they said? If they do it, they find a way and said, look, I need to lower these prices. They're going to bring down them food prices. Because they they're competing. Both. Who are they competing with? Walmart. Walmart, Kroger, mm-hmm. Publix. All the food stores are starting to feel they're like, eh. but they don't care about the Kroger's. They care about the Walmart because the Walmart is so vast. Yeah, but this is the thing: Kroger's worrying about the so the worrying and what they care about. They don't care if they worried. Mm-mm. Amazon care about the biggest, right? You know, marketing people that's out right. there. So because that's why they sell almost the same type of stuff. So right now they got. Let's see. Let's see how fast Amazon works. I say a year. Amazon gonna have in less than a year. Amazon gonna have that thing on because he got the money to move it fast. Well, he, got, he got the money, and it's not like and and what what do we say? Part of what happened was they got their money back. Yes, they, they sure stock did. went up so. Yeah, they paid thirteen billion, thirteen billion, and with the sale or 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 saying they was gonna buy it, the stock gained them eleven billion. Mm. So it was almost like a two billion dollar loss. Or buy a two mm-hmm. billion buy, and how much is their stock? There's like one ninety eight or one ninety seven. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's almost two dollars stock. No, 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 nine eighty seven. Up, forgive me, nine hundred and eighty seven freaking dollars. It's almost a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars per share. And so if you got money, that's the one to go with because they ain't stopping. They ain't stopping. This, that this that dude, stock is gonna go. This Ugh. dude is brilliant. So if you got enough to buy one share. I suggest you. <laughs> better t- take your 401k <laughs> and roll it over into Amazon stock. So when we talk about technology, you get us rolling on this because I'm telling you, you know, when it comes down to what's going on right now, and I mean, and the thing is that, oh my goodness, do they not understand that this is what women been wanting for a long time? We do the food shopping. So to find a way to... You telling me, okay, I can drive up to Kroger, get put, go on my food list, add-ons, drive up to Kroger and pick up my food? That's exactly what I want to do. That's exactly what I want to do. And, you know, that's what I'm thinking that um, Amazon really wants to do. I think they really want to say, hey, this is, this is our hub, you know what I mean, to get food to people. In the way that they want it to be done. They want to be able to say, now we have some brick and mortar areas that uh, we'll be able to do that. So I, I, I just thought that was amazing. Anyway, that's our podcast on Amazon. Oops, not Amazon. No, Google Home. Google Home and Google Assistant. So, I, and, and again, really great products if you have a chance to try them 
try them. They're they're worth trying. And if you haven't got into the game of using voice activation, um, that's it's a good start too, uh, especially the Google Assistant because it's easier. It's easier to use. If you got an Amazon at, at the house, you've probably been using that anyway. But you, you're very limited because you can't see everything. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to do that. And you'd be like, damn, Amazon or Echo or Alexa or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be a little while before Amazon. I mean, Amazon focuses on certain things. They want yeah. the ecosystem to stay within their ecosystem. They Buying want, things. Yeah, they want Echo. Amazon want everything to stay within Amazon. So you're not going to, I mean, just by chance for you to use Amazon to call somebody else, that's not going to happen right away. Um, If, and they really don't care about Google or Apple because they already use AI, their, um, their actual um, Amazon Echo, Amazon Echo and uh, Alexa works within the ecosystem. So they're not trying to compete with, Google or Apple right now. Yeah, not at all. Sure. So thanks for stopping by uh, Women Tech Talk. And I'm Michael Alicia, co-host with our hardware software issue. And if you want to see <laughs> us, um, bougieblackbrother.com, uh, Coffee Women in Tech, you'll see those on the end of podcast as well. If you want to tweet, find out tweets that's going out is fine black woman blk not black spell it out blk black yep. woman yep yep um ig as well instagram and bougie black bro um instagram and twitter but yeah um go to itunes and leave a review um, even if it's like, y'all don't know what y'all talking about, what you should have been talking about. I, I don't mind that. <laughs> Let me know what you want to talk about, because we have a lot of topics. But a lot of times we're doing so much other things that we don't even slide them in. But we would love to hear from you and get your opinions on, you know, a lot of the topics that we're doing. And Alicia's still traveling. So you'll see her um, coming up soon at um the re we rise yes we're doing conference. a conference we rise women in tech conference here in atlanta for hosted by women of code so hope to see some ladies there yeah we probably get this out probably be after sorry <laughs> <laughs> but no that's a lot of things that leisure is really leading in and um, a couple of conferences that uh, she's trying to get to go to. Yeah. Hopefully we get to go to Cuba. And Alicia's looking at doing some other things in Africa. So hopefully we'll be able to uh, get those on and get Alicia's, um, you know, a couple of more women tech talk there as well. So anyway, thank you very much for stopping by at Women Tech Talk. I'm Alicia's co-host, and that's who? Alicia Carr. And we'll we see you soon. See you later. Bye.